This podcast is produced by Painted Tree Boutiques. Welcome to the Life and Style Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee Lane. On this podcast, I chat with dreamers and doers about all things life, style, and everything in between. I'm excited to talk about style in a way that acknowledges the value and the meaning that it can bring to our lives and others. Life and Style listeners, one of the absolute best ways that you can support this podcast is to take a minute or two, write a review, and give us a five-star rating. It would honestly make such a difference in helping us reach more people and spread the Life and Style podcast love. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram, the Life and Style podcast, to stay in the loop with all things behind the scenes, new episodes, and, you know, just all kinds of fun, exclusive content. So... I will see you over there. Thanks, friends. Hello, wonderful Life and Style podcast listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so very excited to share with you the conversation that I had with LaVon from LaVon Beauty. She is a makeup, hair, and skin expert who is an absolute joy to be around. Over the past two decades, LaVon's work has been internationally published, and her clients have included Pop Sugar, Refinery29, Forever 21, Hot Topic, Hearst, Condé Nast, HarperCollins, L'Oreal, PBS, and ESPN, to name a few. She's had the opportunity to work with Gloria Steinem, Regina King, Kerry Washington, John Legend, Naomi Campbell, and more. For many seasons, she was on the teams of Pat McGrath and Val Garland for Fashion Week in New York and Europe. She is also a licensed esthetician, runs a mobile luxury bridal beauty team, and currently travels between Little Rock, Arkansas, Los Angeles, and New York. We chatted about all things makeup, hair, and skin. So everything from her all-time favorite makeup brands to what to look for in a great stylist to top recommendations for anti-aging skincare or how to prevent maskne, that is acne from wearing a mask. She touched on a little bit of everything and we had such a good conversation. I cannot wait to share it. So without further ado, I introduce to you the wonderful LaVon. Hello, LaVon. Welcome to the Life and Style podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. I am happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy that you're here. So happy. So for people who may not know, would you mind doing a quick little introduction of who you are and what you do? Perfect. My name is LaVon. I am a bi-coastal makeup artist, beauty expert, esthetician. I have a luxury bridal team and I'm now based in Little Rock, Arkansas. It's a lot. It is. It's a mouthful. <laughs> That's wonderful. So I kind of want to hear about your journey to how you got here. Mm-hmm. So thinking back, can you describe to me how you got started, kind of what your first big break was, mm-hmm. and then how that brought you to where you are today? Um, I was a preschool teacher planning on opening a 24-hour childcare chain called Around the Clock. And Mm. yeah, that was going to be my goal. I come from a family of educators and figured that's the direction I wanted to do. I was a nanny. I had a family daycare and I was in college and had an opportunity to work at the MTV Music Awards as a talent escort through a friend who was going to makeup school. And it was my first time I'd ever been around celebrities and I was completely starstruck. (laughs) And I met 
an artist in the bathroom who I fangirled on. Her name is Tori Amos. I don't know if anybody oh remembers goodness. her. But it, this is like early 97, okay? So I fangirled hard on her. She gave me tickets to her concert that weekend, backstage passes, and an invitation to her after party. So that Monday I dropped out of college. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I think I have a life change in my future. I was like, I don't want to take care of kids anymore. I want to work in the entertainment industry. So that's what I did. So I pivoted and um, enrolled in the same school that my friend was in. Um, at the time, it was called Empire Academy of Makeup. And the owner, Donna Mee, is my mentor and one of my very closest friends to this day. Um, she now teaches online courses. But um, I went to school. And from that, I just started working in the industry. I started working retail in California at South Coast Plaza at Macy's. Um, I was with Makeup Forever at the time. And then from there, I just... Knew I wanted to work in L.A. I wanted to do music videos. And so I moved to L.A. And Shu Uramura had a beautiful boutique on Melrose. And I worked there for a while. And then eventually I started testing with photographers. And back then it wasn't like... uh, Nothing was really digital. It was like we were still shooting on film. So I had to perfect my makeup because retouching wasn't something that people automatically Mm. did. There weren't filters for everything. And it was expensive. And it was expensive. So I had to really fine-tune my craft. So I'm a big perfectionist when it comes to makeup. And from that, I got with an agency and bounced back and forth between here and New York a lot. My dad lived in New York the rest of my family is in California. So I started becoming bicoastal in high school, actually. And from there, I just loved New York during certain seasons <laughs> and California during other Depended seasons. So, yeah. Time. So I went back and forth for a while. I think my first, I, I, I would like to call it a break, but I think the moment where I just felt like, okay, I've really made it was I was um, asked to be on the team for Pat McGrath for Fashion oh Week. Goodness in New York and it was the first time they did that fashion night out thing. It was like 2010 and it was like 270 models and every supermodel was there. And I just kind of latched on to one artist who was Naomi Campbell's makeup artist. Oh my goodness. And that was just amazing for me. I was kind of like, okay, I don't need to do anything else after this. And then Pat asked me if I was coming to Europe for the Paris and Milan shows. And I'm like, um, yes. <laughs> yes, I will And <laughs> I went and I went to Paris and I got to work on the Givenchy, the Lanvin, and the Louis Vuitton show. Oh, my goodness. What was that experience like? It was magical. It was <gasps> – I, I I could still get choked up thinking about it now because for me it was just something that like once you were there you felt like you were at the top of your game and you've succeeded. And Pat is just this – they call her mother for a reason. She's just mm-hmm. adoring and just – so sweet and kind and makes you feel good about yourself and like you know if you're working with her that you earned your spot so from there it was just kind of like getting back into the game of going back and forth between New York and LA and I did fashion week a few more times after that on her team and um it's been great like I can seriously say like that was kind of like the pinnacle of my career I was like like, okay I've made it it, and I'm good now (laughs) So here I am in Little Rock, Arkansas, (laughs) and that was a whole other pivot. So yeah, Yeah. so I know that was a long first question, but yeah, that's how I feel like I got my first big break. That's so fascinating. And it started with fangirling in the bathroom. Absolutely. (laughs) Always go up to the celebrity and tell them how how you feel about them. That's wild. Yeah, who knows where you'd be right now if you had not done that. Exactly. (laughs) Wow, that's, that's fascinating. So interesting. So I am curious, 
I think maybe you've already answered this, but what has been your favorite project or favorite person to work with? My favorite project is definitely Fashion Week because it's such an energetic place and to be in Paris. And the Louis Vuitton show was the last show of the season in Paris and it was at the Louvre. And I think for me, that was just beyond. And it was at the time when Marc Jacobs was a creative director and I, I just had a moment. He walked by and he looked me up and down and he winked. And I was like, oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. <laughs> just hold on to that forever. I hold on to that moment forever. <laughs> so yeah, but my favorite person to work with, like when I was in makeup school, they made us make up kind of a bucket list of what you want to achieve in your makeup career. And for me, it was to work with Naomi Campbell. And I assisted her makeup artist. I never did her makeup, but I put lotion all over her oh. body. <laughs> That was enough. I love that. I'd be too intimidated to do her makeup at that point. But now I totally do it. But she was, I was just like, let me just put lotion all over her. It's fine. I'm good. How cool. (laughs) So your work has taken you all over the world, I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it sounds, yeah, it sounds like you are quite well traveled. So do you have an all-time favorite spot or event that you've worked at? Yes. I had a bride who got married in Morocco and she flew me out there for five days for her wedding. (gasps) And it was beyond anything I could have ever experienced in my life. I've been to Morocco twice now. I have a friend who lives there. And I went to go visit her at one point. And then I booked the wedding like maybe like a few years later. And it's just Morocco is like that's like kind of like my style too, like Mm. in my house. Um, I just love that Beldy chic kind of vibe. But Morocco is amazing. Just the, the food. Um, My friend lives in Essaouira, which is near the water. And so she has like a little villa there that I stayed at. And it's just the, I mean, I'm like, I'm like telling myself like you're in Africa on like the Indian Ocean right now. It's it's beautiful. But yeah, I love Morocco. I love Marrakesh. I've only ever heard amazing things about Morocco. That's awesome. Um, Okay. So I want to get into some specifics of your expertise. Um, Let's start with makeup. Okay. So. First things first, do you have an all-time favorite makeup brand? Yes. Um, (laughs) If I were to – and here's the thing. Makeup, I think, comes – people use makeup for different things. It's kind of like foundation. I feel like you should have a foundation wardrobe because one foundation will work good for this event, one will work good for that event, one will work Mm. good for that. So when it comes to makeup, I think as an artist, Makeup Forever is my number one go-to. For uh, black-owned brands, definitely – AJ Crimson and Pat McGrath. Pat McGrath is going to take over the world with her line. I mean, she's dropping little gems every few months. It's like you just want to buy it all. Um, And then I really like a lot of some of the clean brands. Like I love, um, I love Kosas. I love um, Kopari. Um, There's a few other brands I like when it comes to um, like kind of like more youthful brands like Glossier. Um, I like some of the brands that have come out like direct to consumer where it was an individual who just said, I'm creating a brand and Mm. I'm going to reach out to my followers. So a lot of like the products that have been coming out lately, I do see a lot of similarities, but like things that kind of stick out and pop out and are different from everything else. But when it comes to my favorite brands, I'd have to go with Makeup Forever. Your all time. AJ Crimson (laughs) and then Pat McGrath and then Foundation Armani. Armani is like the, the gold echelon of like foundations. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Noted. Good yes. to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so for the everyday person who mm-hmm. maybe does their makeup the same way every day, talking about myself here, um, what would be some of your top 
makeup tips for the everyday person? I think what's really important, and I've been asked this question before, and in regards to makeup, like everybody has a particular style that they like, but I think it's really important to change it up every three months. Mm. Like every season, change it up, because that's how you can get stuck in a rut. Um, That's why we still see women who wear shimmery blue eyeshadow, because nobody told them, hey, let's update this look. You (laughs) know what I mean? They're still wearing it. So I think if you change your look, like maybe go like every three months and you get a makeover, like, can you show me something different? I want to try some new colors this season. That's a good opportunity to experiment. Um, I think it's really important also to work with a professional makeup artist at least once. And nothing against people who work in department stores or nothing against people who work at, you know, some of the retail chains. But getting a professional makeup artist who's trained in corrective beauty, I think is really important because that's a way to accentuate your features. So if I know that the epitome of beauty is a nice oval face, I'm not going to contour you like I see every other YouTuber contouring. I'm going to contour specifically for you. So I think getting a makeup lesson is good and then mm. updating your look every few months is the best tip I can give any woman out there. Oh, that's a big one. Yeah. I <laughs> I remember when I was in seventh grade, my mom took me to a department store. I did one of the little makeup lessons. I remember they had a piece of paper with like a face graph and they were mm-hmm. showing me, here's where you put the eyeliner and the eyeshadow. And I've kind of been following that recipe ever since. Ever since. <laughs> Let's get so, you an appointment. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> so that is, yeah, I'm taking that home with me. Um, okay. So in your opinion... Are there certain products that are better to save on versus splurge on? What is really worth the splurge? Skincare. Mm. Your makeup won't look good unless your skin looks good. So yeah, I'd say skincare. But if you were going to splurge on makeup, I would do it on a foundation. Okay. So Armani, Pat McGrath, AJ Crimson, those ones. They make all the difference. They make make a huge difference. Okay. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. The closest to skincare. Yes. yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Noted. Okay. So let's pivot to hair. Mm -hmm. Um, You have lots of experience with hair as well. So what aspect of being a hairstylist do you enjoy the most personally? It's funny because I never went to cosmetology school, so I'm not a licensed hairstylist. I don't cut or color, but I style. So when first started working out in the industry sometimes they would ask you can you do light hair Uh. (laughs) what's light hair and it's just basically styling you're just curling flat ironing putting it up or whatever the case may be and I was like yeah I can do it because you wanted the job and from that I had to get more training because I don't want to take jobs from other hairstylists but there are companies are like they want somebody who does both so I just train myself in that way and I don't tell people that I cut or color because I don't but when it comes to styling um I'm very focused on just making sure that I know what I'm doing so that it looks good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but and I, I love doing it because it brings together the whole look. Oh, totally. That's awesome. Yeah, you love getting to see the finished, mm-hmm. the way that it ties everything oh, together. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess in a makeup artist or doing hair, what do you think is something to look for in a professional? Um, honestly, in today is a clean kit mm. oh that's um, a good one. I've been on jobs with people before where I've looked at their kits and I'm like there's no way that person would ever touch my face oh, and it's people who have been recommended or oh yeah you should work with this person and I'm like no I think a clean kit even before the pandemic was really important and I've seen people who just aren't organized um there's stuff thrown everywhere there's 
covered like it hasn't been cleaned that just irks me but i think that's where like if you ever walk in somewhere and you see it like that just have no have no qualms whatsoever saying you know what i really don't feel comfortable having you do my makeup because your kit just doesn't look clean because they might not even realize that that's a perception that it is or artists who double dip mm. or hairstylists who drop things on the floor and then pick it up and keep going oh man These and those things are go little on things behind that, the like scenes. you just learn in school that you just know better when you know better you do better but if nobody's ever checked you on it and you're like oh it's no big deal it just shows the type of integrity you have i think whoever you work with has to have a sense of integrity like i've worked with makeup artists who wear no makeup but they still look together I've worked with hairstylists that don't do their hair, but they still look together. You know what I mean? I've always it's thought just, that's interesting. You know I feel like I mean? that is relatively common yeah. for someone to, yeah, not do that on themselves. On so themselves. That that's their profession. Yeah. I wonder if you, it's a burnout issue or more just that. It's the time issue. It's just so you don't have time or either. It's just a preference issue. Mm. Like take Pat McGrath. I'll go back to mother again. <laughs> she has flawless skin. Even I think she does like a little brow groom, maybe a light touch of mascara and like lip balm. And that's it looks all flawless needs. all the time. So yeah, that's why I say like when it comes to choosing somebody and then get referrals. I think referrals from people, mm-hmm. um, finding somebody that you know somebody else has worked with is really great too because you know that somebody else has experienced it. Totally. Okay. So do you have any all-time favorite hair products? I love IGK hair products. Mm. Um, I have a fellow hairstylist friend who did a giveaway and I won it, and they sent me all of their products. I love the names of their products. I love their packaging. I love how they smell. I love how they perform. I would love to be an ambassador for IGK hair. Anyone listening? (laughs) Anybody listening? But yeah, I think IGK hair has some of the best products on the market, and it's great for all types of hair, all textures of hair. I mean, I do have some other products in my hair arsenal. I love um, the pattern. Um, which is created by Tracy Ellis Ross. Her yes, product line is great. So there's things that I incorporate, but if it's, I go to IGK Hair, Kenra, and Orbe. Okay. Those are my top. I've, I have heard wonderful things about Orbe. Yes. Also. That dry texturizing spray. They, I mean, it smelled so good. They made it a fragrance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And how great to win a giveaway. I know. I mean, I just did a giveaway on my Instagram for Kevin Aquan makeup, and uh, this girl, I think she entered, I think I counted 30 times. She oh had like goodness. 30 entries. People don't play when it comes to yeah. this kind of thing. Yeah, giveaways are great. Yes. <laughs> okay, last but not least, I want to hear all about skin. Okay. So let's start with anti-aging. So for people who are just wanting to slow down the aging process, mm-hmm. what are some of your top tips for that? I think you have to have a consistent skincare routine. I think that you need to be getting a facial once a month. And I think it's really important to incorporate retinol and vitamin C in your routine. That's it. It's There's not the, – the whole – There's so many products out there right now, and you can get overwhelmed, but you really only need six products. Wow. That's refreshing to hear. Yeah, right? (laughs) I know. I'm intimidated by the skincare world so often. It is. It's become overcome with just this and this and this and that. Like, I see new products, and that's great because we need innovation and things continue to progress, but I think if you keep it basic and get facials and get your advanced treatments once a month, you're good. That's wonderful to hear. <laughs> um, okay. So tell me, what exactly is double cleansing? Is it necessary? 
How do you do it? Yes. If you wear makeup, <laughs> you need to remove the makeup and then you need to wash your face. So the double cleanse, an oil-based cleanser will break down all the makeup, dirt, oil, impurities, anything waterproof, eyeliner, mascara. So once that's clean, the makeup's off. Now you have to wash your face. So that's why I suggest double cleansing. And that's why it's necessary because the first cleanse is going to remove the surface and then the second cleanse is going to dig deeper. Okay. So big yes to double cleansing. Big yes to double cleansing. Noted. All right. So next question. Can you share the basics of forming a skincare routine? Because I feel like people are all over the board when it comes to this. Yes. And I, I don't know what to believe. I know so many people probably feel the same way. Yep. What, what, how do you even start? What are the basics of this? The basics <laughs> of a skincare routine are you need a cleanser, you need a toner, you need a moisturizer, you need an eye cream, you need a serum, and that's it. Okay. That's it. And then what? which of those do you do morning versus night? Um, the morning routine, you want to – oh, I'm sorry. I almost forgot the most important thing, SPF. <sighs> okay. So the morning routine, you want to cleanse your face. You want to tone your face. You want to apply your serum, and you want to go lightest to thickest if you're going to use serums. And then you want to use your moisturizer and then your SPF. Um, serums during the day, you can use a vitamin C. And then at night, you can add your retinol. You don't want to use those two together. But you can use them separately. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so for the night routine, that's when you want to incorporate like a lip balm at night so that your lips can heal. You can include your retinol. You can include um, also uh, any kind of treatments or if you have acne or anything mm-hmm. like that like any blemish removers you need to like spot treatments you want to use those at night as well okay okay awesome simple yeah simple simple i love it i love that yeah you've, you've kind of pared it down to the essentials here for and us. that's all you need are essentials for sure much appreciated <laughs> so you have been featuring micro channeling mm-hmm. on your instagram what is it and how does it help your skin okay so Microchanneling will keep your skin looking and feeling younger, and it does that by activating your body's natural regenerative ability to help tighten and lift skin while minimizing many common skin problems. So it's basically microneedling evolved because you don't have massive amounts of downtime. It's 90 minutes. Um, You don't need a numbing cream. So on a scale of one to 10, it's about a two or three. Um, And what it does is the results are um, improves the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, acne scars, surgical scars, stretch marks, sun damage, dark spots, hyperpigmentation. It firms, tightens, and tones the skin. So basically what it's going to do is it's going to improve the overall health of your skin by stimulating uh, like a rejuvenation cascade of new collagen production. So you basically age like your 19-year-old self for the next 28 days. Wow. It's pretty amazing. And one of the things about the service I offer through um, microchanneling is we use human growth factors, and they're applied to the skin, and they mimic the effect of having more youthful stem cells. Wow. I know that was a mouthful, but basically, like I said, it's like your skin is healing like a 19-year-old for the next 28 days. So you'll see – magnificent difference within the first 30 days of treatment. I love that because I feel like it's rarely like like that. Yeah, sometimes (laughs) you only need one treatment. 
So like, you know, like the PRP and the vampire facials and all that, like you don't walk out looking like that. You There'll be a little redness, a little arrhythmia, but it just feels like you have a mild sunburn. Maybe three or four days later, there might be a little tightness. You moisturize, a little flaking of the skin. And by the end of the week, you're like, who's that? Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's yes. so, yes. and I feel like that's like everything you listed is what people, like what anybody people want. wants. Exactly, yes. exactly. So I- I love the treatment. When I was in esthetician school, I was looking for something that I wanted to feature as an advanced anti-aging treatment. And I looked at everything. I looked at all the different microneedling devices. I looked at lasers. I was debating on getting laser certified. But this treatment is phenomenal. And there's very few people here in Arkansas who offer it. So and two of them I personally know. They're great. One we trade services with each other. Oh, that's so nice. I think it's really I think it's it's a game changer. For sure. Wow. Okay. So micro channeling. Write it down. Write it down. Find your nearest way to get it. That's awesome. Okay. And then I want to talk about LED light therapy. Mm -hmm. What is it and how does it help? Okay. So LED releases healing enzymes in the skin that cause healing. It reduces acne and improves skin circulation and improves the collagen content in the skin. So each light has a different treatment and focus. Mm. So like red increases cell activity, speeds up metabolism and promotes collagen. Uh, The green will help with neutralization, balance and stability and can reduce um, the amount of oil your skin secretes. Um, the blue is great for bacterial anti-inflammatories. If you have a lot of acne, it inhibits inflammation and repairs the skin. And then you have yellow, which improves uh, cell oxygen exchange and replenishes energy to your skin cells. And then some of the lights will have like purple and like cyan and white and like my LED light flashes. So mm. you can get all of them at the same time. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, a little disco party <laughs> for sure. The purple is kind of like a dual frequency and helps to repair acne. And then the cyan um, enhances cell energy and promotes metabolism. And then the white one improves fine lines and loose skin. Wow, okay. So, so LED light therapy and microchanneling both like knock out so yes, many. Yes, and you can do those stone. together too. So you can get the microchanneling oh. done and then get the light therapy after the treatment, and it enhances it. And then I offer a. I tell my clients come back two weeks later for a little hydrodermabrasion, and it looks. And what exactly is that? Hydrodermabrasion is like microdermabrasion, but with water. So it's just the like a diamond tip, uh, a diamond tip. Um, modality and it goes onto the skin and it helps to exfoliate okay mm-hmm. hearing all of this just makes me realize how valuable having a professional for all of these things are because exactly. i know there's like kind of diy approaches and people yes. are doing please trying stop, to do these kind of things stop at home making masks at home with stuff you find in your refrigerator you go to the grocery store no for groceries mat. not skincare i've got so many yes <laughs> yes i'm hearing i'm hearing this and i'm like Holy cow, this don't is so valuable. Don't buy needling devices from TJ Maxx or HomeGoods. I love TJ Maxx and HomeGoods. Don't knock it, but don't buy those devices and use them derma rollers on your face. No, 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 no. Noted. <laughs> okay. Yes. Always find a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, on Instagram, another thing that you have been talking about and showing mm-hmm. is how to prevent maskne, which I love mm-hmm. this term, yes. acne from a mask. We're all familiar with, I feel mm-hmm. like at this point. Um, so how have you seen skin trends, skin trends kind of shifting during the pandemic? And then how can, how can we kind of improve that issue? Yeah. Um, I got it really bad, um, around my chin and I rarely ever break out. 
along my jawline. Um, one of the things is the it's shifted because everybody was getting it. It was like people who didn't have problem skin. And it's because you're breathing your hot breath right back on you. Mm. So a few tips I have first is I bought cotton masks and I wash them and I wash them with like clear, like free, no dyes, no fragrance um, laundry detergent. And then I had disposable ones as well. So I change my mask every day and never wear the same mask twice. If I treat my face or my clients come in for a facial, I don't let them leave with the same mask that they came in with. Um, I also bought these plastic shields that go on the inside so that it oh. gives you some space that when you breathe, it's not it's not going it's not like your You're lips not like right on the mask. The mask. Yeah. And and if you want to wear lipstick, it doesn't mess up your lipstick. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, those are my few tips. I say change your mask every day or use a new disposable one every day. And then don't use a lot of heavy oils on the skin because that can keep too much heat on there and that's how you can get congested skin that way as well. Okay. Okay. I also think it's interesting. So many people are wearing so much less makeup during yes. this time period. So I guess in that way, there have been some positive yes, shifts in skin. Absolutely. <laughs> Counteracted by the mask me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. This podcast is produced by Painted Tree Boutiques. With locations all across the nation, Painted Tree is home to hundreds of local vendors all under one roof. The incredibly talented vendors at Painted Tree specialize in gifts, decor, fashion, soaps, candles, and so much more. It truly is your one-stop gift shop and a shopping experience like no other. Life and Style listeners, you want to check this place out. Visit PaintedTree.com to find your nearest location and get your shop on. That's P-A-I-N-T-E-D-T-R-E-E.com. And now a few words from a talented Painted Tree shop owner. Hi, my name is Jenny Dembeck. I am founder and CEO of Recommend. We are a premium CBD brand and I'm passionate about helping people feel and live better. I want my CBD products to help people get back to being their best self. I wake up every day wanting to help and reach more people. I want to educate others on CBD and provide them with accurate, verified information. There are a lot of people out there with anxiety, sleep deprivation, autoimmune issues and pain that could be helped by my recommend CBD products. I love being a part of the Painted Tree family. I love the exposure of my products and their supportive team. I am surrounded by positive, helpful, and supportive staff at Painted Tree. I've been able to grow my customer base, benefit from Painted Tree's marketing, and help more people feel and live better. Come to Painted Tree and check out the highest quality CBD products. Recommend. Um, okay. So you have had so many experiences in your career. And I'm curious, career related or not, if you could go back and give your younger self some key pieces of advice, things that you've learned, um, what would that be? Um, first, start using an eye cream at 13. <laughs> 13. I'm serious. Okay. And the reason is, is because once you lose elasticity, it doesn't come back. Like if you stretch out a rubber band, there's nothing you can put on the rubber band to make it go back to what it was before. So a lot of the products that are made for anti-aging are to prevent the aging process. But once you've already aged, you can't go backwards unless you have advanced treatment. So I think every girl at 13, because that's when they start getting um, acne, and they hit puberty same thing for boys as well 
um, they need to get on a professional skincare routine so that they can avoid having to go to a dermatologist and get pumped with pills because that's the direction a lot of dermatologists go is let's medicate you, let's medicate you. And it's like, no, let's use proper skincare mm. and you don't have to medicate. So I think that's really important. One of the things I found out through going through esthetician school was the professional products that estheticians are able to provide for their clients are the best because they don't have as much fillers, they are more effective, they have a higher percentage, and they're not mass produced. So that I was, my skin has greatly improved since then. That's going back to the maskne. Um, if you do get the baskne, like as you can see, where you guys can't see us, but <laughs> I got a chemical peel the other day and my face is peeling off. Um, if this is your face peeling off, I think you're doing pretty good. Your skin but looks great. But I did great. that for the maskne because I do scar. So that made a difference as well. But younger self, I think that getting kids, like when they hit 13, they hit those teen years, get them on a skincare routine. And like five basics, like very simple cleanser, toner, moisturizer, SPF. That's it. That's all they need. Okay. And then another thing for my younger self looking back, like I know I switched careers. I I wish I would have been better at um, saving money for going freelance. Mm. Being a freelance artist and not getting a paycheck every two weeks can be a struggle. So I think anybody who has a desire to get into the fashion, entertainment industry, work in a career and where you're working for yourself and you're self-employed, stay at your parents' house and save up at least six months of income before you do that. Oh, that's good advice. Solid advice. Six months, not three months, six <laughs> months minimum, because that's how long sometimes it takes to get paid on jobs. Oh, man. In the entertainment and fashion industry, you could wait three months up to six months to get paid on jobs. And that's just normal? Yeah, and it's that... just normal, and it shouldn't be. Wow. Yeah. Okay, those are very practical tips. Very practical that could have tips. saved you some <laughs> saved you some time. <laughs> okay, I am curious. What are some of the very best resources that have helped you along the way? So maybe podcasts, other artists, books. Um, I it, it it changes like with each few years. Like YouTube was a big part in the beginning, just watching YouTube videos, um, and then I started um, going to a lot of events like. Create and Cultivate does a lot of great events and just listening to um, what other people are doing and Instagram, even just following different people that inspire me. Um, more recently, I've become a courseaholic mm. during the pandemic, just taking tons of online courses. Um, that's really, really uh, significantly changed my business. Um, I can give a shout out to a few people. Um, I signed up for a course called Makeup Mogul University, mm. and it's for people who work in the beauty industry that want to create online offers. Because I think as we get older, there's a there's a quote somebody said, we survive on services, but we have to retire on retail. So I have been working on different like ways to have various income streams kind so that I can income. retire because I don't have a 401k. You know, so I have to have something that some passive type of income. So her course is really good. And then I'm starting a new course and I've taken one from her before and her name's Stephanie Mitchell and she's with Sunny Storm Marketing and she teaches beauty professionals how to create um, marketing ads on Facebook and Instagram. So those are my two shout outs right now of courses that I've taken. And then I've watched a few other ones just in my own personal education as an esthetician, like 
getting peel certified, getting barbicide certified, getting certified in dermaplaning. It's all the things I didn't get certified for in school that I'm doing afterwards. And it's just making sure that I stay educated and on top of my game so that I can offer the best services to that. my clients. And you are on your game. And I have to say, following you on Instagram, I just love the, the way that you share because you're sharing, you know, you're sharing things related to your expertise, but then you're you're bringing the substance too, and I oh, love that. You. Like talking about, okay, I'm I'm working on getting comfortable in front of the camera here. Like I just love your transparency that you always oh, bring to thank it. You. It's really refreshing. That's one more shout out, Alex Beaton. She is the master on Instagram stories. I took her course too, and really? she does a lot with like how to get comfortable being in front of the camera. And if you don't want to be on the camera, different options that you have. But her course is really good too. I took that one. You are a course. And if you reach out to me, I've person. got discount codes for Alex Beaton. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Good to know. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Online courses really, I feel like, are the way to go. I think that they're often forgotten, but there's so mm-hmm. many. I mean, and this... there were so many during the pandemic because people yes. are staying at home. Um, there was another one, Support Creatives put on a bunch of like artists in the industry, like Sir John was on there, like Beyonce's makeup artist did one. They had a ton of people, colleagues that I know that I've worked with offering courses and they were like really, really reasonably priced. It was basically a donation. Oh, wow. Like whatever you wanted to donate is what you paid. And so I signed up for all these courses and st- there's still some I haven't even finished watching yet, but yeah. Wow. Okay. Taking notes. So many good recommendations. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So are you ready for the life and style rapid fire questions? Okay. Lots of fun. I'm going to ask a question or start a sentence and then you answer and we'll move through kind of quickly. Perfect. Okay. okay. <laughs> First thing, commercial runway or bridal? Ooh. <laughs> commercial runway. All of the above at different points in my career. Mm. But right now we're in commercial and bridal. Love it. Yes. But they've all had their They've all, all had, had their, their moment. moments in my life, and I appreciate them. But now we're transitioning, yes. That's a good answer. Yes. That's a good answer. Okay. My favorite color is? Black. Love it. <laughs> Are you a neutrals girl, like, yes. through and through? Yes. I'm neutrals and solids. Like, the only time I ever really wear a print is if it's an animal. <laughs> today, <laughs> today, I see. Today, yes. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm black, beige, denim, khaki, blush, and white. Like, that's my color. This is hitting home with me. I feel like that. You feel that? uh, that, Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. My favorite movie is? Memoirs of a Geisha. Mm, I have yet to see that. My favorite book is? Bible. Mm, My favorite breakfast food is? That green power shake right there. Got it on the table in front of (laughs) you. I love that. My favorite place that I've ever been is? Morocco. My role model is? Ooh, that's a good one. Ugh. I'm going to say it was my mentor, Donna Me for my career. I wouldn't be where I am without her. Mm, that's awesome. I would describe my style as? Hmm. Bougie on a budget. I love that. <laughs> I love luxury items, but I won't pay more than $100 on something until I came to Little Rock, Arkansas and found this store called Half a Half. Oh my goodness, oh yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the, look, you see my St. Laurent shoes I'm wearing right yes, now? Yes, I do. $86. 
And no I got way. a pair of Valentino strappies for $261. That's oh. the most money I've ever spent on a pair of shoes. Like my max is 100 bucks. But let me tell you, half a half is still in my heart. Look, look where is it? <laughs> oh that goodness. Mark Jacobs bag down there? Yes. $20. No. No. I'm serious. I, and I only go, like when I first got here, I was going all the time. I'm like, you need to stop. Like my <gasps> like, This is my, dangerous. My, my closet has a dent in it right now because I need another like, you know what I mean? Yes, like another yes. anchor on it. But yeah. And I actually went through it and got rid of clothes. And it's still, yeah, half a half is my jam. But I like, I'm kind of classic, but on trend. But at the same time, I like basics and uh, solid colors. Mm. So I go back and forth. But then I like to add a few luxury pieces to it. But I'll never pay full price. I will go on like the real, real. Or like I will go on different sites and find it like marked down to like the You're willing list. to do the work. Yes. I yeah. will never walk into like a store and like, oh, I'd like to pick up the. No. Mm-mm. That's not you. No. <laughs> so bougie on a budget. Bougie I love on that. a budget. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love what I do because it makes women feel good. It really, it really does. Mm-hmm. I know the times that I've worked with a professional, hair, esthetician, makeup artist, or hair. I mean, it just makes it. It is so much fun. Something about even the act of like making an appointment, taking mm-hmm. the steps to make that happen. Which I've talked about this in past podcasts. It's not. It's not about the surface level thing as much as it is like. I'm demonstrating my value to myself by prioritizing caring for myself Absolutely. in that way. Absolutely. And when you feel good, you your uh, attitude's better. You have a little pep in your step. You feel more confident. And knowing that I can do that with just the flick of the wrist yeah. <laughs> is amazing, especially hearing it from people, like letting them see it in the mirror. And I think it's really important. If there's something that you get done by somebody and you're not happy with it, let them know tell them because they're never gonna they're thinking they're doing an amazing job but if you don't let them know oh I would have liked it this way or could you tweak this a little bit I think it's really because you're never gonna hurt our feelings like you are the person we're giving the service to so if you don't like something don't talk about them later and not refer them just tell them say listen I love you as a person but I did not like what you did to my hair right now can we fix it that's good to hear because I'm a people placer. I know it's hard for me to do that (laughs) we need to hear it we need to hear it (laughs) okay um Style adds value to my life because makes me feel good. <laughs> Just like we said, like if I put on like a cute outfit and I'm feeling myself, I'm good. If I get one compliment during the day, then I know my effort was worth it because we've been in the house for a year. Okay, that is an important point to make because yes, I'm the same way. When I get a compliment, it changes my day. Yeah, I feel like, so okay. good, and it's a reminder of how easily we can change somebody else's day if we just take a minute exactly. comment on. What I just we saw like. that on TikTok. This person was driving down the street just complimenting people. Like, excuse me, hey, come here. That color blue looks great on you. And it's like these old people are like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Yes. You know, it's super sweet. I love Just it. Just going around telling people that they look good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it boosts your mood being the compliment giver as well. So yes. that's always a fun bonus. <laughs> okay, awesome. Well done on the rapid fire questions. Um, how can people connect with you online? Everything is Levon Beauty. So I have set every single thing you could find me as Levon Beauty, L-A-V-O-N-N-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y on Instagram, on TikTok, my website, my email, Levon at LevonBeauty.com. So yeah, you can just reach out to me that way. Send me a DM, Facebook, same thing, Levon Beauty. Perfect. That's such a good, just such a good iconic name. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) I remember when Instagram first came out, I'm like, 
what am I going to call this Instagram handle? Because I do everything that makes people beautiful. Okay, oh, there we go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> that was and it. And can I just say your website is beautiful? Oh, thank you. Looking I, at that's it. That's oh. outsourced. I, I found a girl on Fiverr. She's phenomenal, and she did it for me, and I gave her all the layout for what I wanted because I, I had to pivot, like going from working in entertainment and fashion to now being in Little Rock where I'm focusing more on aesthetics and mm-hmm. bridal. Like my portfolio had to change the dynamics. I added an online store for people to purchase, which I'm as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to add a discount code for anybody who hears <gasps> this podcast. Woo-hoo. If you want to purchase anything from the store, I'm going to give you 15% off. <gasps> yes. The code will be TPT15, okay? TPT15, so... anything you want to order and then same thing for services if you're in the little rock area and you like to come get a treatment microchanneling or a chemical peel or a facial or brows or lashes tpt 15 and you get 15 percent off any service oh thank you on behalf of all of our listeners (laughs) what a gift that's amazing okay love it so lavon you have made my day today getting to chat with you you were just such a kind personable, wonderful person to be around. And I thank you sincerely for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. This is really fun. I swear your questions were awesome. Like I loved your questions. You're always nervous because you don't know what people are going to ask, but (laughs) yours are formatted so well. I love the rapid fire also. Oh, good. So thank you. You're great to to talk to. You know, we're new to the podcast game, so that's really encouraging to hear. Fabulous. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon, LaVon. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the Life and Style podcast. I so enjoyed chatting with LaVon and I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode. She is just so knowledgeable and so kind. So happy to share that with you guys today. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram at the Life and Style podcast and we will be back next Monday with another episode. Talk to you soon, friends.